Here's the situation. In keeping with our tradition of having our guests be people that we've mentioned quite a bit, we have uh, a rare guest with us today. It's my brother Troy in an episode we're calling The Skype's The Limit. Pretty clever, huh, Rush? I love it. I love it. Very good. Troy, welcome. Uh, great, to, great to see you here over the Zoom, and thanks very much for... Uh, for hopping on to uh, to waste some time with us today, uh, we're My so pleasure. excited to have you. <laughs> My pleasure. Good seeing you. Haven't seen haven't seen you in a while, Russ. It's good. My brother, I talk to you all the time. Yeah. And I'm TJ Jagodowski, that's Rush Howell, and this is my brother Troy Jagodowski coming live from South Hadley, but really from Holyoke, Massachusetts. That's where, that's where we're coming live from. All right, Every I'm gonna... time I see Troy, we end up in, in long sports Always. discussions, so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to steer clear of the sports uh, situations today, but they may just work their way in uh, no matter what. Well, I know, I know a topic <laughs> that we all feel uh, a little comfortable with uh, off the top here. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start you off with the first situation right here. Um, so here's the situation. I just found out that you two guys have been doing a gambling podcast together for the last year. So first of all, congrats. I'm sure it's great. Um, and what I'm gonna do is name a few episode titles. And I'd like you to tell me like a thing or two that you guys talked about during that episode because I haven't I haven't caught up entirely. I've listened to some, but these other ones just give me kind of like a preview of maybe some of the stuff that you talked about. Cool. Yeah, sounds good. What, what's so, the title of our gambling podcast? That we, I mean, I, we know Troy and I know, but just curious what <laughs> what, what you've said it is. Oh yeah, well, um, you guys, um, it was. Um, uh, money honey, it's it's money, huh? yeah, money honey. Troy Troy likes to call it munya hunya because it sounds a little bit more Polish that way. But otherwise, it's it's got money honey. <laughs> All right, the uh, one of the episodes was called gambling superstitions. What's a what's a thing or two that you guys talked about on that episode called gambling superstitions? Yeah, I I remember specifically there. I went over kind of my litany of, uh, of things that you should and should not do at the craps table okay. uh, where I have like a bunch of uh, rules and I kind of, I kind of asked Troy which ones he, he thought were uh, appropriate and which ones he thought were ridiculous. I remember most of them fell into the latter category. Uh, <laughs> Troy was not as uh, concerned about my, my etiquette, my craps table etiquette uh, okay. <laughs> uh, opinions as I was. Yeah, mine were um, the in- injuries I sustained at, at odd times. I wasn't sure if I made any um, poor any poor decisions with, you know, just falling into um, bad bad plays at the casino. If they were, if they been, if it went beyond the money aspects. Uh-huh. <laughs> and do you what rush? What is an example of one of your one of your crap um, one of your crap superstitions? So one of them is uh, you you try to never change anything once things are going well. So if you if you're if you're on the right of somebody and you're putting your bid in after them each time, you want to continue to do that and not get your bid down before they get their bid down. You want to maintain the patterns as well as possible uh, is one one example of a superstition that I have. Another one that's a pretty obvious one is you never ever ever say the, the word seven. 
uh, at the table really for any reason. Okay. And Troy, Troy's more, Troy, my brother's more of a blackjack or poker room kind of guy. Do you have a, any set in stone like blackjack superstitions, Troy? Seat preferences or people you will or want to play with or won't? Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I'd rather, I want to be, I want to be the anchor. Okay. I always, want, I always want to be the anchor. And um, there's a few things like in Blackjack where I, I might, I might surrender and in, in other seats, but when you're the anchor, you can't, it forces you to, it forces you to play everything the same and straight up. Okay. Yeah. So, like, you know, you have to hit, there's no, you have to hit the 16s. You have to, um, you know, split even if it's a face, even if it's faces, uh, you know, face up. You have to split the eights, and in other seats, I might let those go. But I like I, the anchor will force you to play where everyone at the table knows you're you're gonna what you're gonna do. So they can't there can be no complaints. And and yeah, this you got to go straight down the middle, right? You got to play perfect blackjack if you're if you're the anchor, sometimes called third base, the the last seat before the deal, right? Yeah, you can't you can't hit the sixteen one time next. You have you, they have to know at that point. So you have to hit the sixteen every time, or you know, or stay every time, or stay every time at the proper when the dealer has that. You know, the the, the two through six showing. There's and no, there's no varying at all when you're in that seat. And this leads into another episode title that I saw that was called Alwayses and Nevers. What did you guys talk about with alwayses and nevers? Well, we spent a lot of time, I remember, on Troy's point, right, which is there are times where you have you have responsibility to your fellow gamers, and that, that's where consistency is the ultimate attribute for a gambler <laughs> at that point. You have to be you have to be a known commodity in that situation. Um and then we talked about, you know, uh, you, you know, you never play. There's certain games we, we start, we were like, which games do you never play? And for me, the never play is roulette. That's like, uh, you know, no, no, thank you. It's not fun. It's not, it's not a fun diversion one. I stay away from that game. Uh, you know, there were other things that were, you know, I said, Troy, I remember asking him, you know, Troy, what is one thing? What is one mistake that you're going to make every single time, you know, you're at the casino? Like, cause for me, the mistake, the, the mistake I make every single time is if I get up like a little bit after a long night, I I'm guaranteed to then blow that again because I, I, you know, I can't end up a hundred dollars. It's like, uh, I, I have like, I have a weakness that says, no, no, no. I, I've, I've fought too long to be up a hundred. Like I always, I was almost going to give that back. I, I almost tackled Rush one time. He, he ended up, he was only going to the bathroom, but I, I thought he was going to one of those carnival games with lights above him. The, the Chase the Flush or the, you know, the four card from the Mississippi Stud, one of those crazy yeah. games. And, and, and to switch over to the craps one time, this is a never I, I snuck in is I bet, I bet wrong a lot of times in craps and the never would be, I would, I never take the dice. Yeah, if I'm if decide that point, if I, I might switch a table, I might switch a table. But if you dice and you can't be betting against a table when you have the dice in your hand, yeah, 
Absolutely. Yeah. And my rule, on, my, a big never for me, I think we've talked about this, TJ, is if you're playing the wrong way, you cannot cheer and you're the only one. Yeah. And also, if you're playing the right way and you're the only one, you cannot cheer when you win. When, when the whole rest of the table lost like that, you got to just politely, quietly collect your winnings. You can't get into it like with the other people. That, that That's a problem for me. And the wrong the wrong way doesn't mean losing. That's, just, the wrong <laughs> way. Yeah. that's right. All right. On um, one episode, I, I saw titles of two more episodes. One uh, was sports betting tips. What did you guys do on sports betting tips? Oh, I got the 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 if you have if you have a unranked team favored over a ranked team, it is a guarantee cover. Anytime <laughs> anytime that that ranked team goes to an unranked it, it is is an absolute put put that one in the first part of your parlay and A&R and take that one straight up. Uh. For me, so my I remember talking about my my sports betting philosophy, which is, um, I not it's not the most fun. I'll, I'll I'll be very clear about that. So I violate it sometimes in order to have more fun. But for me, sports betting is all about macro long term trends. I think that's where the better money is. And so if I'm going to bet sports, I would rather bet, uh, you know, NBA championship futures as opposed to betting a particular game and over under on a particular game, etc. I would rather take a wider time horizon. I think I have a better ability to predict uh, sports in a, in a larger capacity where I, I I'm not going to be as um, uh, hampered by the variance of, of game to game results. And Russ and Troy, when, when you, Let's say you're gonna bet. Let's say you're gonna bet a game. You're at a sports book and you're gonna bet uh, a football game or whatever. Do you have like a line in mind? Then you look at the line, and if you felt favorably about, the, you know, like, oh man, I thought this team would be way favored ahead. Is is that how you go about it, or do you just go in blank, look at a look at a, a, a Sunday sheet, and just and just see what your thoughts are compared to what's to what's on there or I know Troy mentioned sometimes like wow that's weird that that money that that line moved that much and in that way that's that's a weird that's a weird trend for that to have uh, so when you guys look at lines what do you think I I much rather go against the money I might, I, I if you know if the line if I think the line should be at two and a half and it's at two and a half and it moves to one I want to I, I want to be on the the other side of that. Okay. I, I don't, I really don't like moving where I don't like betting where that money's going. And the other thing is some lines, they really just stink and you, and they make, they make the, and the NFL, those do, the guys are so good at the NFL that those lines really should be, I could probably come up with within one of almost every game. Um, but, but, once you get to college and stuff, that's where there's just weird, weird lines, and that's where you can find the bigger. It's the bigger pool to work from, and when you that's where you can find some lines that truly like just don't look right. So that's where I, that's where I would go for those. Okay, I remember. I remember this coming up. I remember this uh, episode because I remember Troy said that, and I said, for me, the the college football games, which I agreed with Troy, but where where I'm likely to bet are the ones where. I feel confidence of like a seven or an eight. 
when I feel like a 10 where I'm like, that line is ridiculous, then I always get worried and I don't bet it. Because if it's a line that I think should be 12 and it's six, I'm like, I'm so far off that I'm, I'm missing something. There's something going on that Vegas knows that I don't know. And I don't like that. So if I, if, if I think the line is crazy, I don't bet it, but it's the ones that I feel like a good, like a seven or eight on. That's where I've had the most success. So there's a lot of times if you, if you can, if you can bet this fast, um, a lot of times what happens is you'll have like an Oregon versus San Jose state laying like 44. You'll be up 52 to nothing at the half, but that second half line will still be 26. But you know full well that teams don't beat teams 80 to nothing. So you can get, you can still get that second half line at 26 if you bet it before the first half ends because mm-hmm. they adjusted at halftime to move it down to like six. So you can still get that good first tip. half bet in. See, that's the quality. That's the quality they're getting on this podcast. This, this not tip. this podcast, really but the ones you, the one you guys do, money, honey. Yeah, money, uh, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and last, the last one is, um, it was, it just, it was entitled "Don't Be That Dude." What, what did you guys do? Anything? What did you do that you remember of like, "Don't Be That Dude"? Oh yeah, I remember we we, we had our ten uh, the ten guys you never want to see at the casino, and uh, yeah, there were some good there were some good descriptions. I remember, I remember for sure. You know, there's the guy we, we talked about the guy who like you, you go with a group of seven, and you know five of the seven lost, but one of them is just nonstop complaining about how he lost. You know, don't be that guy. And don't be that guy. Like we all lost. Like the two guys won great for them, but everybody lost. So like, don't be the guy who, who pretends that you lost worse than everybody else. You know, even if you did, like, don't be that guy. Or the guy, the guy that goes with the group. I work too hard for my money. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get, I work too hard. That, that guy is a good time too. Yeah. Don't be the guy that comes to the casino that shouldn't have come to the casino and then just stands there and never be the guy. I remember we, we violently agreed on this one. Don't be the guy who comes up and starts watching and says, this game seems like it's rigged against you. <laughs> I think you're you're gonna lose for sure. I don't see how you could ever win money playing this game. Like, don't be that guy. No, that, that's not helpful. Uh, yeah, and then don't be the guy that goes around to all the friends and tells everyone how much each one is down either. You know, that, yeah, keep that yeah. one. Yeah, don't. We called that guy the accountant. Nobody needs the accountant to be there uh, that night. There's also the, uh, uh, you, you know. We did we did some doobie that guys like one like one one is great which is the um, the person who waits in line and grabs more food than just they wanted and shows back up with like extra breakfast sandwiches you know and and just uh, you know for whoever might want one like that's a great move at the casino like everybody loves that guy uh, doobie the guy who when you win and everybody else lo- loses like you uh, maybe you you maybe you pay for the uh, the, the cab home. Or the uh, or the food on the way back, you know, do be that guy. Yeah, yeah, do do be do be the guy that actually is po- is positive to everyone, you know, at the at the casino if, if you're not playing, and that, the one who asks questions because he's intrigued <laughs> instead of shooting us all down, because that's well, mostly that's the, that's the that's the opposite side of the I work too hard guy. He actually wants to get to know, but he wasn't. He has not been taught yet. Well, fellas, I am going to subscribe, rate, and review positively this this money, honey, this money, honey uh, podcast. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you. I'm glad. Yeah, we we have like tens of thousands of listeners, so it's oh, not yeah. that important that you do it. But, <laughs> well, uh, you guys had like over 700 episodes. I couldn't believe it. And, yeah, and you've... It's, a da- it's a daily. Oh, okay. Got one year we come in with uh, we have we got we got Troy's big line of the day. So every single day we get in for one bet. It during it, and we even during COVID it was tough. We were doing a lot of like New Zealand cricket, you know, and uh, and other stuff. But you know, Tableton, you come up with stuff. Table tennis was big. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, the great thing in table tennis is like. Uh, there's some players who are known to uh, to kind of showboat once they get up big, and you know it's over. So you can bet against them; they'll never they'll never cover like an easy <laughs> win. <laughs> the famous back the famous backdoor South Korean table tennis. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, guys. Um, here's the situation for you. This is based on uh, our theme this week: the Skype's the limit. And I want, uh, so what the situation is that the Jagodowski brothers are um, given the position of setting limits in the U.S. for all sorts of different things. Okay. And so some, some of these we already do have a limit and other ones we don't currently have a limit. And you're going to get to say, um, you got to try to come to an agreement on what the, uh, what the limit should be. If you can't, then we'll do like a baseball arbitration and you'll both pitch what you think should be. Uh, should be the limit, and, and we get to that one. Um, so you can always say unlimited, or you, that you don't want to have a limit as well, as opposed to giving a specific one if you think if you think it would be inappropriate to have a limit. But you guys are going to be making the limits for for these things okay. in, in in the U.S. Okay, fair enough. The Jag Bros, Jag Bros are up for this, man. We're we're looking for okay. a side hustle anyway. Jag Bros are right for this. And we're going to start with several where there where there is a limit, and uh, and we'll see whether you want to change the limit or keep it where it is. Okay. So first up, I want the uh, for the interstates in the U.S. What should be the prevailing speed limit? I, I'm throwing seventy out there, Troy. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sixty-five is cool with me because whatever you say, they're going to give you five over. Yeah. So seventy, seventy-five was right where I was at. All right. Let's go. Let's go. You would you want to hold it at sixty five or go to seventy? Seventy. I'm cool with seventy. Okay. That gives you, that, that gives you the seventy four pretty much. Jagros. So, Jagros yeah. say seventy. Rush. Terrific. Terrific. And then, uh, what about for um, y- your regular city streets? One hundred and forty. Double. Double. It's always city streets are always double highway. So it's yeah one four one four. <laughs> um. I don't know. I think, you know, I think like Troy says, people are going to tack on anyway. And I don't want to, I don't think I want to go higher than what's 35 heavily settled and, and stuff like that. I, I think, yeah. I think hold there at three, five, because if you go to 40, they're going to push it to 50 and then you're going to have guys smoking down these, you know, residential streets. What do you, what do you think, Troy? Yeah. Um, yeah. Thir- like even 30, like, those I those I don't mind going a little a little less because especially like out in Chicago the those are packed and there's a lot of there's a lot of action on those streets so 30, 30 seems about about right because we're not talking like Ashland you're talking more the res the straight residential ones, yeah right yeah heavily settled yep, yep. yeah so yeah so th- I'm cool with thirty we're going to thirty flat on that rush okay all right. I like it. So generally speaking, you guys are pretty good with, with what we've been doing on speed limits. Uh, next one, we're going to talk about pitch limits. How huh. many pitches 
should a baseball, a starting pitcher be allowed to throw in a baseball game uh, before his manager's got to pull him, even if he's got a no-no going? My first thought's 140. I'm limitless on that one. Yeah? Great. Yep. Great. Let's, yep. let's, yeah, let's go limitless. I like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, how about rule of thumb? Like you telling a manager, this is where you really ought to start looking to, to yank a guy. Start. I, you know, you'd start looking at 125, 130. But here's what I would do is I would, I would, instead of whatever, like, I think it's seven warm-up pitches between every inning, take that down to four or something like that and put, put just even those, you know, in in five innings, you'd have fifteen more that you can actually use for using the game for something. But like, cut cut that down. But I wouldn't start looking until one twenty five, one thirty. I'd start looking harder every ten after that or whatever. But but I, I think they underthrow. So Jagodowski brothers, old school when it comes to baseball pitching. Not interested in all these newfangled pitch limits being put on uh, being put on these starters. I, I, I think like the, the analytics has it. Like, I think it's almost naturally going to happen because the analytics has what it's still the the third time around batting and then everything after a hundred the ERAs the ERAs move up so that hundred's yeah. a pretty good uh, pretty good indication when the pitch is getting close to the cook so yeah see, this uh, is at least the numbers that the numbers show. This is tough for us because the Jagros like to say stuff like "throw the numbers out the window." We don't, you know, like so. This is weird because we got to pull these numbers back in the window right now, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. You're yeah. like, get the numbers out of the yard, and throw these numbers out the window. Uh, Quick, someone go out there and grab all those numbers and get them in here. So, so now we need uh, Jagros say this is how long you're allowed to be a West uh, senator. This is how often you have to run between between when you have to run again to be a senator. Oh, okay. Early six years. What did the Jagro say it should be? I'm I'm with two. I'm with, like I think the big I like I like the big boy office at four and all the other ones. You you got you got to show you got to show some you got to show some gusto quicker. So my, I like I like two for that. My only argument for going maybe maybe a little higher is that some of these folks have to start running so soon again that like. They campaign for a year, so it almost is like do the job for a year, campaign again for the year. So I might go up, might might just go up to three. So at least for two years, you can do the damn job before you have to start thinking about keeping the keeping the job. But I I, I do agree with Troy that I like having a little bit more of a handle w- with the electorate being able to voice their preference uh, a little a little more often. Six six seems long. And what about? Yeah, um, cool how many out. times? Cool All right, so you guys say three. How many times should you be allowed to win a sentency? Currently unlimited. What would you say? How many three-year terms would be okay with you? You know, keep it unlimited if you want, but if you were going to put a limit, what would it be? I'm going to go either four or five. What say? What say you, Troy? Yeah, I mean five. Five would. Five would give it. Three would give it fifteen years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like. I'd say a 20, 20 year max because if you twenty and everything would get stale at twenty. So even I might even push it to six, but that's four or five, six. I'm cool. We'll go five. Okay. 
We want you to stay motivated. We want you to want that job the whole time you have it, as you know, as opposed to just keeping it near the end. Seems like some you can you can get into a real hammock with this thing sometimes, you know. Yeah, your message stops getting across after a long enough time. Yeah. Should there be an age limit whereby you're no longer allowed to be the president or in the Senate? Is should there be an age limit? Um, no, I mean, if, not if you have all your faculties, but yeah, the age is the one group that you can. It's the only group that you can still somehow like make fun of in America. Everything else is <laughs> since it, you can literally make fun of old people all the time. It's the one. It's the one group that you can still take shots at. <laughs> Yeah, there's maybe not an age limit, but we should set an acuity. There should be some acuity limit that you can that you can establish a mental acuity limit. You can you can be ninety, but you got to be sharp. Yes. All right, all right, I uh, love it. You guys yeah. are doing great. So they're like, you just say, just give them a driving test. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Driving test, If you can me. get your yeah, if you can get your ass to work, if you can get your ass to 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 the Senate chamber <laughs> from your house, then, then you can do your job. <laughs> uh, so you guys, you guys are doing great. Now we got a couple of ones where, you know, they're not usually thought of as much, but the Jagodowski brothers are going to keep giving huh. limits, all sorts of stuff. Jag bros can in, do. You're in line at a sporting event. What's the maximum amount of, uh, of, of uh, people that you should be allowed to order food and drink for uh, when you're standing in line on your own. One other, one other, one, one bring a, bring a friend if you're with four, because that, that gets maddening, at, at, especially at the breaks. I agree. We, we apply the wedding rule here. It's a plus one. You get, you get your plus one. That's it. <laughs> I love it. I think that's a great addition and that, that is how it should be done. Like it, nothing worse than the guy up there getting like 14 hot dogs while you're like <laughs> trying to get back in for the, uh, uh, the, the, or, know, the next series or the next inning. Or you limit it to one, like, Hey man, it's one carrying, it's one carrying dish. So if you, if you're getting yeah. four beers or whatever, you can fit all those four beer for three other people. It's got to fit in that one carrying dish because because otherwise, th- then then things get sloppy and sloppy and long. So it, it takes them equally as long to figure out a way to carry it back. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Uh, all right, um, you're calling up. Uh, you're calling up uh, for concert tickets for a very popular something's going to sell out. Oh. You know, maybe you're able to get in over the phone. How many concert tickets should you be allowed to get uh, when you when you m- make it through that uh, that line? Four. Yeah, mine, mine, mine was eight. Mine was I was at eight, so you can chop it if you want to chop it in half or not. But like, yeah, I mean four. four I guess uh, yeah. Right, maybe I maybe eight. May, I think eight might be all right because you would. I'm thinking like I was thinking like oh I want this anti scalper, you know like defense in there, but. Let's say you have a big family. I want you to be able to get enough for your for your whole family to go. And yeah, eight eight's probably going to cover most families, right? Yeah, and or just go back to like when you were eighteen. Yeah, you, right. You, know, like you were heading down with you were heading down with a little crew at that time. Yeah. So you weren't selling those. Yeah. Really. It was like seven dudes and one had a girlfriend. 
<laughs> plus, <laughs> plus, I think like I, I think it's it's fair if, if you know about one out of eight people has to get stuck doing the dialing. Yeah, you know, the repeated <laughs> dialing for that. And so if you can only get four, like too much of a, too many people are having to waste their time trying to get in. So I like eight there. Um, what's the maximum number of cats that any household should be allowed to uh, uh, to own? Most cats you can have uh, in your home. I got zero. <laughs> Jag Bros. Jag Bros. was founded on two things: we set limits, <laughs> and we're and we're hell bent on the extinction of household cats. <laughs> so, so zero, zero, zero holds. Get a small wow. dog. Get a small Jeez. dog that doesn't need a lot of a lot of companionship. Zero cats. You can own them, just don't let me see it. <laughs> we don't believe we don't believe in a lot around here. But <laughs> uh, you're at you're at a true an all you can eat pizza buffet. Okay. How long are you allowed to sit there before before you gotta go? Two hours. What do you think? Uh yeah, until you're full. Uh, at least you know you got a solid hour. You got one. You got a solid hour because I'm, I'm guessing it's gonna take an hour to see all the options. Yeah, you're, you're gonna, they're gonna you know because you're gonna go there. There's gonna be certain. There's gonna be stuff out. Then that next round. So I'd say one hour enough to enough so you can see everything that they're gonna throw out. Jagro split the diff. We go ninety minutes. If you can't fill up on your yeah. pie at that point, you you ain't gonna get full. Then then you can't get yeah. full. So you're not giving you're not giving somebody the second wind, letting them like jump right. in for the lunch, and then they they pile on. You know, they have a couple some waters, and then about yeah. about two and a half hours later, they they start going. Because <laughs> you yeah, you could show you could straddle late lunch to early dinner right there. You know, like that. <laughs> <laughs> Take a quick nap under the table. Get ready for that second. Yeah, hide out hide out in the dumper. <laughs> nap out and come back with a full head of steam. <laughs> Uh, you got a group of, uh, of, of six or more people that are engaged in like some kind of, uh, a little like raffle lottery type thing amongst each other, you know, like where you're kind of playing a little gambling game in that. How many times, uh, can you win in a row before you need to politely recuse yourself from being able to win again? Ooh. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Three, three in a row would seem kind of shifty, right? Yeah, I mean, as long as like, it's like, either limitless or it's a low number. Right, right that, yeah, that's what yeah, I was yeah. thinking. It can't be like eight. Yeah, it can't be like, hey, look, eight is too much. You won, you won the one in ten eight times in a row. I, yeah, I agree. But with then, you. but then, how do you know if you're really on a heater? You know, like because I was also thinking like limitless as well. But you got to be assured that the game's on the up and up. You know, like, but also like, who would? Who would win forty times in a row cheating? Like who? <laughs> You're such a bad cheater at that point. <laughs> but it's it, they're thinking that right? They're like no one would, no one suspects the guy would cheat forty times in a row. It's too out. <laughs> we're the Jagros for this one. You know, like like we say, we're throwing out the numbers on this one. Limitless. Yeah. Limitless luck determines. You're limitless, but the second you lose, you're out. Yeah. You, know I mean? you can't, you can't go on the second run. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, how many golf shots can you hit before you you got to pick your ball up? 
ten. Yeah, double digits sounds good. I I was I was so bad that we came up with. I I used to play with a couple of friends of ours, Paul Grandi, Noah, and uh, I was so bad that I started um, making up numbers like because they have the snowman for eight. You know, I was like, guys, I need I need more numbers. I'm I'm over I'm over the snowman. So the nine the nine either, the nine was the uh, the deflated balloon. You know how when you have one like that used to go to the ceiling and then it starts to fall that the the head is still like that and the string you know exactly yeah. and then um, ten was the hoop and stick or Jake and the fat man and then eleven was the skinny twins and my twelve was the snake charmer because it was like a little horn and then the snake looked like the the cobra looked like the two so so I would I, at that point I was I I was I was with people who were very patient so we went up to twelve but I agree ten strokes is that's funny. You're not, you're, you're not, no one's having fun at that point. And then last one for the Jag bros here on limits. Yeah, both um, sides. <laughs> last one is how many minutes before you're allowed to, uh, uh, leave when someone is late. Oh. So how long do you, how, how much cushion are you required to give a person before you, you bail on whatever the thing is? Uh, without any contact from them, man. Oh, no, yeah, no contact because cell phones are involved. Well, you know, because they're cell phones with no contact, an hour at most, right? Yeah, and I'm going less than that. I'm going half hour. It also, if it's a perpetually late person, you know, it's it's different. If it's someone who's usually reliable, I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a like more leeway. But as as a general rule of thumb, no contact, no nothing. I'm giving them a I'm giving them a half an hour, forty minutes max uh, for for me. If Troy was at an hour, let's go forty. We'll go forty minutes from the Jag Bros. Okay. With yeah. that said, if it's my brother, limitless. Yeah, nice. Yeah, limitless. Yeah. yeah. If I'm at work right. and I'm I'm waiting for Troy to come into Jag Bros, Jag Bros Inc., limitless. That's what I'll tell you that. Right. It's like the house of the black and white. You yeah. sit there. We sit there <laughs> and wait. <laughs> nice. So, nice. All right, good stuff. So this is this is a tricky one, but this is an area that I know that I know Troy enjoys. So here's the situation. Um my my brother my Troy's and my Jaju used to be a wrestling fan or was a wrestling fan when he was alive and he would always say you know some of this is real you know he'd say some of this is made up but some of this is real too um you got to admit yeah you got to admit some of this is real so my brother Troy is a is a conspiracy theory buff and so what I'm going to do is name a few areas that have uh, or events that have maybe conspiracy theories associated with them, and what I what made me think of it was the was the limit. Skype's the limit. So Troy, I'd like you to kind of set the limit on it and rush as well as to like, all right, from what we've heard, like eighty percent of this is bullshit, but twenty percent of this is a little something, a little something to it. Cool, as far as the conspiracy theory goes. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Trey. I really think the moon land, the moon thing has too many. The moon landing has <laughs> well, I have like five or six written down, but we'll start there. That was it, one it, of the ones that, was, that I wrote down. So the moon landing, Troy, uh, Jaju style. How much is kind of real, and how much is you got to admit this is this is or how much is made up, and how much is is real. <laughs> um, um, the 
the astronauts are alive. They're, they're real people, but I don't. <laughs> you say 100% made 90, up. 90, that, and that's, that, that might be the only one of all of them. That might be the only one that I truly feel is all, like, yeah, BS. I don't, for sure, like, yeah, I do not, I don't, you watch all the other, you watch all the other, like, spaceships before that, we couldn't get them 60 feet off the ground. You watch, you you know, just, they, they, they would, they would make it literally like a pogo stick and come right back down and crash, you know, crash in on itself. Um, and then this one, we apparently could actually get to the, we could get this one to the moon. Like, it just, I'm saying the ones after that, we probably got there. But that first one, it was too convenient that they said, in this decade, we're going to do it. And there's too many people much smarter than me that just pointed out a bunch of, a bunch of things. Like, JFK goes both ways. But the moon landing, those seem like true scientists, you know, scientists, people who are into space travel. That all, many of them were just like, no, it just didn't, it didn't happen. And the thing where people are wrong on it, real quick, is they didn't have, only like five people had to be in it. All the people in the control room could have thought they were actually following something. You know, like they didn't, they didn't, they couldn't see it anyways. It, it literally just had to be like five people in it. Rush, what do you think? What do you buy of this moon landing? A hundred percent. I believe. I, I believe the moon landing occurred. I'm. A, I'm a hundred percent on that one. You guys could not be further apart on this one. Uh, yeah, we're not. We we are we are on different sides of. I'm around the moon Earth. I'm around, I'm around Earth. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Like that, that that is helpful. That's good. How about this? Um, aliens and Area Fifty One specifically. Anything? Is there anything actually? to it over there is there something it's like okay it's not aliens but it's like there were experimental u.s craft there so on on the scale of the where's the limit there is to like okay this is you know 60 percent bullshit but there's 40 percent something is there what do you think i'm higher than i'm higher than zero on that i'm low i'm gonna be pretty low on most of these i'm afraid but uh I'm going to say like, I'm like probably 5%. Like, I think there could be, there could be something interesting, you know, there, there's been a lot of talk about it. I think it's more likely than say like the Loch Ness monster exists. Okay. That, uh, that's oh, that's like coming that up. That's coming up, Rush. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the government, the old, I'm the, old, the government would never lie. Guy over here. <laughs> but, um, it's, I don't know about aliens. Like, I just don't know where they'd be. If it was something that was, you know, on the up and up, why is it so secretive? <laughs> like, but I don't think it's necessarily you know, aliens or an alien crash. But it could be, on, you know, new weapons or something that they just didn't, you know, didn't, something shady was going on. But yeah, I'm, with aliens, I'm probably only at maybe 5% possibility, 10% possibility. Okay. How about um, Hitler not dying um, in the in the bunker that 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 was that. um, And if you want to, we can we can lump in um, anyone else who like didn't die when they were supposed to. If you want to Um, anyone alive that was that we were told was dead. Oh, well, I mean, 100 percent, at least one person 
that we've been told died wasn't dead. There's at least one hoax death out there. I feel great about that. Do you want to put a name to this? Do you want to? (laughs) Well, I think I've said it maybe on the podcast in the past that if I had to rank them, it would be like Kaufman, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman would probably be my number one. But Hitler, I don't know, 5%. I mean, I thought they had like dental records or whatever. I also don't know, like, uh, you know, I mean, I think they got Bin Laden for real. I think they got Hitler for real. I, I, I would say, you know, maybe two or three percent. I mean, it, there is so much like political uh, benefit from saying we got Hitler at this at this point. But, you, you know, he, he doesn't strike me as a guy that would have uh, slunk away anyway. I think he I think he went down with the ship. But you're going 100 percent. Someone is alive or was alive that we were told was was dead. Oh yeah, for sure. Very cool, Troy. But um, the, the 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 one the one body that the the one tested it was a female and it wasn't Ava Braun. In that in that TV show in the TV show Hunting Hitler, mm. they they ran the records and then the F, the FBI actually changed Hitler's death from in the bunker to unknown from that um, from that show, but. Um, I, I agree with Rush as far as like I just I don't think he would have gone quietly, but um, yeah I if you told me he got out of there I wouldn't I wouldn't be I wouldn't be crazy surprised at that one. Like, yeah, I, I, I agree. I go I go thirty I go thirty three percent Hitler could have gotten out of there. And anyone else, Troy, that you think was alive after, or possibility, or if you want to put it on the scale, that anyone else we were told was dead was alive uh, elsewhere? Jim Morrison, they used to say, Elvis, or whatever. Um, yeah, probably some, like, like maybe some of the, the lesser known. Like, when it comes to Tupac and Biggie, I think both of them are, are, are dead, but I also think they know who killed them. Uh-huh. I think the conspiracy there is like they, they know they, or they have, they probably have enough to where they know who did it, don't have enough to win that, to win the case. You know, like something along those lines. I hope John Candy's out there still alive and it's just this Canadian goddamn cover up bullshit that they're, you know, they told us John Candy was dead. Um, Yeah. Did you see that? Enough. Yeah. It's like enough of the spotlight. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, these guys from SCTV keep asking me to do not very good movies. I'm done. I'm done yeah. doing Armed and Dangerouses. Uh, I'm just tell them I'm tell I mean, them I'm Moranis, gone. Moranis Moranis retired. Yeah, right. Like, maybe maybe Candy felt like he just couldn't he couldn't let everybody down that way. But uh, I'll hit Randy you. Quaid's hiding up. I'll hit you with two more. So anything, if we want to lump any kind yeah, of Randy Quaid could be anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> if we want to lump any kind of cryptozoological thing, Bigfoot, Nessie, anything like uh, around Troy, like they used to tell us, like Champy was up in Lake Champlain, uh, the, in Champlain, Lake Champlain. Um, so any kind of like unknown, weird, Kraken, weird sea monster. Is there anything to any of those cryptozoological things at all? I. Those, those, I do not, I, I don't, I don't know. I'd say like those things pretty much is a zero, but I, um, like I do believe in, I do believe in ghosts, mm-hmm. you know, like as far as that goes. And when it comes to, um, like, 
the aliens. Um, oh, don't uh, don't pooch, don't pooch the last one, Troy. Okay. Uh, I, I will. Okay. I'll, yeah. So I, I I don't know if you're I don't know if you were. I'll uh, get you, I'll get you to the last one. I don't know if you're <laughs> hooking those all together. No, but ghosts, I believe in the big because they're saying Bigfoot like can like is interdimensional and stuff. And, like that's just, <laughs> that's too much. That's too much. But, like, the baby squats. They, they go looking for baby squats on that show sometimes. <laughs> it's yeah, weird. Really, really baby really squat. Well. Baby squatch scat looks a lot like every other animal scat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's here's the last one, um, and I'll lump all these together. Any UFO, alien, whether they visited Earth, whether pyramids. Um, you know, the Mayans were assisted by aliens. So anything as far as like visiting aliens, visiting earth by ship or whether they landed any of that, any validity on the scale at all. Um, I'll put, I am positive. I'll say I'm positive that just with that many suns out there and that many solar systems that there is life somewhere. I am, Oh, I'm probably at 25 percent that they've ever ever visited. Like, a if they did, why we were obviously not smart enough to hide them because <laughs> we can't <laughs> we can't get out of our own solar system. And why would they come here and then hide? You know, it just so. But yeah. we can't I even test for we can't even test for COVID quickly. You know, like, <laughs> I don't think we could we could we could hide the aliens. Yeah, I, I think I'm with Troy. I'm like. 90% that there's, uh, you know, significant sentient life somewhere else in the universe, uh, higher than 90%, but but I would be lower than 25 that there's been like alien contact with the uh, with the planet Earth. Let me, let me ask you, I want to add one, because the one that I think is kind of interesting that's a more recent uh, discussion, and that is what percent chance would you put on it that we are living in a simulation that we are in fact you, you know actually it's a simulation and we're not uh everything that we think occurs is not real i i you know we i, I can't be living in the matrix right this can't be <laughs> i don't know Elon Musk said it's almost definitely true. Yeah, Elon Musk is all about that. I I, I'm probably lower on that than you are on the moon landing. <laughs> yeah, it can't be lower. But yeah, yeah, all right. I'm, 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 very lo- I'm very low when we're living in a simulation as well. Like, there, there's yeah, because just much of my life that I'm like, it's too boring. Yeah, that's, I said there's too many down days. There's just too yeah. much downtime. <laughs> the computer's off yeah, at all those times. I'm doing nothing. Nobody's doing the, the, the Sims like big firm litigation. You know, it's not. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like a real thing to me. The last one I the last one I had it was and it was just. Is there any other? Is there any other? Maybe for you, Rush. Is there any other conspiracy theory? out there that you lend the most validity to and is there and the same for you Troy is there one that I just didn't mention that you feel like has the most validity that something is is up with with it um um I mean the most like I get like another big one I I get like I don't think I don't think Oswald shot Kennedy or if he did he wasn't the only one I don't I don't know who did 
one man job. Oswell. Yeah. yeah. I read a pretty good book called Case Closed on that. I'm not like I'm not a you know studied expert on on the Kennedy assassination, right? I've seen JFK, and then I read this book called Case Closed, which was very well researched and and made a at least at the time I think I was probably 18 when I read it. Uh, convincing case that Oswald acted alone. So I, I continue to believe that based on my review of that book. But, uh, you know, I, I just don't profess to have any, any level of uh, expertise about it. So it wouldn't shock me if that's wrong. It wouldn't shock me if somebody else was involved there. Is there any conspiracy? Is, is there the most viable or is there is there a, a conspiracy you find most believable that you've ever heard, Rush? I'm sure there is. Nothing kind of jumps to mind. For Do you think me. the I mean, did the NBA did the NBA uh, rig the rig the lottery pick? I mean, I think probably not, but like I wouldn't be shocked, right? The frozen envelope, theory, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> seems seem, seems plausible, right? They, for the Knicks to get it, and you know, it's a good way to do it. And why would uh, you know? I don't know. So I mean, like twenty percent, twenty percent to Michael Jordan. You know, his dad was killed based on, you know, his gambling debts or whatever, and that's why he quit basketball, like maybe not 20%, maybe 10% or something. I mean, I, I think there's some possibility to some of those things. And, uh, um, I don't know. I mean, there's some of them that get me like angry, but, uh, <laughs> but most of, mo- most of the time I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, like if you tell me nine eleven's an inside job, you're going to get me uh, riled up. But, uh, you know, for most things, I'm I'm kind of like, well, I, I doubt it, but you know, so, I mean, there's so many amounts. <laughs> yeah, surprise there, like, me. <laughs> like, something, something's going to be true. Like one of these things. Like, like Anton, Lave- Anton Levey and the devil killed uh, James Mansfield or whatever. Anton, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, I mean, if you have if you have a thousand things that are each one percent, you know, then uh, then ten of them hit. Yeah. ten, ten of, of them, them should have occurred. So. <laughs> There's going to be some stuff. All right, that's what I have for that, Rush. You got one more? Okay. All right. Uh, Skype's the limit. Here's the situation. Um, you're a uh, 15 to 20 year old version of you comes and visits 2020. Uh, let, let's actually have it be January of 2020 so that we don't have the COVID overlay. All right. Um, and I want to know what you guys would say are two or three pieces of technology that are mind blowing to you, just totally shocking to this 15 to 20 year old version of you. And then what are two or three things that you would say, you know what? I'm a little surprised that we still haven't improved this technology or we haven't been able to implement X, Y, or Z that you would have thought back in 1990 that we'd have by, uh, by 2020. Does that make sense? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and the re the reason I bring this one up just so I can say it is that, um, you know, one of the ones that I'm surprised by how good it is, is video conference technology. That used to be like a thing, like in, in the movie airplane or in yeah. a few other things they had, you know, people could talk to each other over a screen and it was considered super futuristic. And then we really nailed that like much better than I would like this thing that we're doing right now, you know, the internet plus this, I would, I would have been like, wait, what on earth? How is that even possible? Um, so that's what made me think of it was just the Skype, uh, and Skype's the limit made me think. Yeah. 
I always think that when they like of all the promises the Jetsons made to us, the only one we have is this like these TV phones that we have. You know, like th- this is the only one that's proved. We don't have the flying cars, which surprises me. We haven't gotten there. Jetpacks. We were supposed to have individual jetpacks and shit like that. We were supposed to have pill pill meals. You know, where like you either poured water on a pill and it became a whole meal, or you just had to eat the pill and it tasted like the whole meal. We haven't done any. We haven't done any of that. But the uh, but the the TV phone or whatever they would have called it at that time the the talk a screen or whatever we do we do have that so that this would this would blow my mind because at, at me at fifteen what's the best you had like a long maybe a like Apache long distance call if you were across the world you know like that you had to make right. through two operators or you sent a letter to someone that got there ten days later or whatever so yeah. that would I that mean would. I remember being worried about um, having to pay for long distance. Yeah. And now we're doing this. Feeding from a payphone, feeding that thing for like $4 in quarters every five minutes or whatever it was. Like you had to walk like, like you were doing nine loads of laundry to call someone from a payphone who was outside of that area code. Even, even four years ago, I, I went to, or five years ago now, I went to Europe and was shocked at, that I didn't need to do anything to get my phone ready to just be able to use my phone in Europe the same as it would, uh-huh. you know, like even that we've, we've progressed very, very quickly past where we were even in like 2005 where you were like, Oh, I got to get this special phone and I can't do that. I got to find an internet cafe or whatever. I mean, yeah. Keep improving that quickly. What about you, Troy? I, it's a small one to us now, but um, just that you can listen to any song right yep. off the rip. Yeah, you know, like like a night, if I was fifteen years old, you had a you go through mixtapes that a girl made you, or you know, like there was no way to if you liked the song, there was no way to look it up to like type in lyrics and be like, hey, what was that song? Like basically any song you hear now, any anything you can pull out, you can basically find that song in no more than a minute and listen to it. I think that's huge. One that I can't believe we have not improved yet is, um, especially in the cold city, especially in cold cities, is paying for gas. Like how it stops <laughs> at like nine twenty and slowly counts to ten dollars. There's a thousand things we can do. We got to stand out there for a minute as it slowly pennies its way up to ten dollars. You know. <laughs> That's a great call. That's a great call. <laughs> and still, every car is considered old after 12 or 14 years. You know, it seems like the, the further we get, they, I'm sure they don't want to, but they, you would make a car that lasts, you know, that lasts longer. It's, yeah. I think, you know, I, I think so. Transmission still going 100,000, all that stuff still goes 100,000. <laughs> I think something that would really blow my mind is, uh, and I don't know why this popped ahead, but um, like prosthetics, the those those like lower leg prosthetics that they have now that are like bent blades look even now to me look futuristic. You know, like I think, and when I was fifteen, would have been like mid eighties. I think the prosthetics were like a rubber. You know, like you got a rubber thing or a wooden leg or something. You know, like it, it was so. Yeah, it was so... like the guy in the Fugitive is all we had. At yeah. That point. You know, yeah. The, yeah. I think the concept of a 3D printer would blow my mind uh that you just yep. load a load a design in and this thing carves it. I, it's it's as close to a teleportation machine as I think 
I would I would have imagined. I think it would disappoint me that like planes and boats and shit are like basically traveling at the same speed. Uh, that that we're yes. not to Europe in an hour and a half or something like that would, and that um, at least in the U.S. our train technology is the same as it was for decades and decades and decades. You know, there's no and, and yeah. bullet train. There's no anything like that. To add to, to add to that, the way planes land. Yeah. Like, like just like, <laughs> like you could come up with a, it's you could come up with a better way. Like you maybe like catch the top, you catch the wheel or something. That thing hits and bounces, and it's like I, they. It's I've like always a break like you're in a car. <laughs> I've always thought, Troy, like, why is there still smoke coming off these tires? We haven't gotten better at like, <laughs> and it still goes like, Bird! and then there's yeah, smoke like, coming off these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, 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 the military yeah. catches it with a grappling hook. <laughs> yeah, but off the deck, right off the deck of an aircraft carrier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one one that um wouldn't have surprised me when I was fifteen. But if you brought a thirty-year-old version of me, would be why we can't make batteries any better. That's I'd never understand that. Like I, you know what? That's a conspiracy theory. I think that I think they're holding back better batteries, like you know, because we could, uh, you know, I think I think that's helping sell products over the long over the long haul. Well, my grandfather, I think, I think well, my grandfather was a used car dealer, and I'm pretty sure he swore like. Buick started making their engines worse because people weren't buying enough weren't buying enough Buicks. They were lasting too long because we our family rode yeah. around in a 1986 Le until like 2008 or something like that. <laughs> so he he swore they started like ah they're making these worse just so people buy them. Otherwise they never buy another one. You know. I'm still I'm whipping an 03 Malibu right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when, do they? When did they? When and if did they stop making a car named a Malibu? Uh, um, I think I, I'm, I'm guessing they still. I'm guessing that they're still in Palos and Malibus. Yeah. Okay. But well, I'm trying to hit three. I, I'm trying to hit. I'm trying to hit the magical three hundred on it. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna get there. It's a magic number. All right. Yeah, uh, 20, 22, 2020 Chevy Malibu. Is that there. right? The Malibu yeah. still yeah. out there? How about yeah. it? Um, no. All right. Troy gets a new car every every twenty years, whether he needs one or not. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. You know, what? I, I get I get a new car. I get a new car probably every two or three years, but they just they fluctuate. You know, it's, I've had I've had as new as a oh eight, and but if the deal's there, I'm taking it. We had I love it. We had some. We had a car called the. It was a Reliant, and uh, I you you could turn you could turn it off remove the key, open the door, and be walking away, and the car still had not stopped sputtering. So Troy would call it the re- the relentless or the reluctant. <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't get it started, and then it wouldn't stop once you did start it. My, my, da- my dad's like, uh, you know that you know, fact everybody loves about James Tyler? I think he was born in, in the in the 18th century, like 1790 or something. And he still has two living grandchildren. Oh, right. Right. You know, yeah. That, that thing. Like my dad's like that with cars. Like my dad, I think my dad has had two cars since I've known him, maybe three. Yeah. Three. So he, he, he gets about 20 years out of those things. He does. He does well. There's uh, I have, I have. Like I go on the car lot. He would, he would, he would give us, he would give us like, the cars like they were a gift 
couldn't, you know, you couldn't give away to anyone else. So like, oh, this, is, this is for you guys. This is what I did for you guys. We had cars that lasted three days. Like, oil detected. if you put oil in, it came out as fast as it went in. They were, they were like, it was absolutely brutal. Uh, all right. Well, I'm, I, I could... I, I, I'm going to save another one because we're going to have you back on at another point, Troy. So I'm going to save one. But one I one I put a decent amount, well, some amount of planning into it. So I made a bracket for each of you guys. You can see on All Skype's right. The Limit, I made a bracket here. The, the brackets are identical, but I'm going to ask you both to go through them. We'll see how close or how different they are to each other. I was um, wondering if we were going to get to the bracket or the eccentric billionaire. Yeah, we, uh, yes, we did. We, yes. we, we tried, tried to have, tried, I, I know Troy's partial to brackets. So um, what <laughs> okay. I tried to do is make kind of a pan sports bracket for you guys. So there are some individuals, there are some teams, there are, um, and I tried to go kind of across the, the spectrum of sports. And I also tried not to put in anything that I knew you guys were already partial to. So they, they're yeah. kind of like, I think, sort of middle of the road. You may have some bad feelings about some, but I don't think any of your favorites are on here. Um, and you can, you know, you can say how, why you want, why you want the pick you want if you want to, or, you know, like whatever your reasoning is, it doesn't have to be made clear if you don't want to. Um, and then I just threw them all in a hat and randomly, randomly selected them. So the pairings are chosen at random for you guys. And are we picking like, which we think was the the greater entity or the one we like better? Yeah, I guess just whichever, for whatever reason you want to pick them, you can, you can pick them, whether, whether it's just on feel, whether you thought they were better, however it is that they, they strike you, whoever you want to move on. We'll we'll move them we'll move them on. Cool. All right. All right. Do it. Here we go. The first one is Jim Furyk versus the Detroit Red Wings. Red Wings all day. All right, Red Wings. Troy. Hockey Town. All right, Red Wings. How about Martina Navratilova and George Foreman? Ooh. Uh give me give me Martina there. I'm a big. I think Martina. You know, really underrated uh, in part because, you know, at the time she's coming up, she's Czechoslovakian, right? She's like generally associated with the Eastern Bloc during the Cold War. She's a lesbian when that's, you you know, uh, people are not yet. And uh, we had... And we had Chrissy Everett on the other side of that court a lot of times, America's sweetheart. Exactly, exactly. So, and and Navratilova, of course was better than, than Chris Everett. Although they ended up, I think they played whatever they played like 74 times. It's incredible. Like, you know, Nadal has played Djokovic like 42 times, which is amazing. And it's about barely half of how many times those two played. And I think Martina was always underrated. Now George Foreman, you know, phenomenal uh, talent and had a great, incredible longevity, right? Like I remember, I remember watching some videos of old George Foreman because I only knew him from like the Foreman Grill and his his later comeback, and then watching and just being like, oh my god, this guy was an unbelievable specimen. But I'm gonna take Martina, who I think is like a top four women's tennis player, and a real time. transformation too for Foreman. Foreman was like built on scaring the living shit out of you, and now he's just like a, 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 a human teddy bear, lovable, yeah. lovable guy. Like granddad. Yeah. Troy, who do you want, Martina or Foreman? Norman. knocked out Fraser and just I love that I love the sport. I think I love that yeah. sport. 
How about this? I, I'd like okay. to see them have a tennis man, tennis <laughs> boxing uh, combo. <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki or mixed martial arts? Dirk. 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 Yeah. I'm, I'm Dirk. I'm Dirk all day. I don't care for MMA, and I and I love Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, uh-huh. and Dirk, Dirk is one of the few, one of the very few NBA players that ever won a championship without a real number two. Very good reasoning. Very. Hey, is it down to just needing two now? If LeBron and Anthony Davis win, is it back down to just needing two players on a on a team? You don't need three anymore. Like you don't need you don't need Bron uh, yeah, well, and Raptors, Wade. The Raptors and, won with really kind of one, you know, and, and then like a good team around him. But but um, yeah, I don't I don't think you need a big three anymore. What's weird, What's weird about the Lakers is you could win with just two. If you were kind of deep, otherwise, but other or you needed the full three if you if you had a short bench, but they have they only have two and they're not. And deep. No, they so got it's shallow. An odd, it's an odd. It's an odd year as far as that goes. Um, and the Raptors last year, Kyle Lowry was. He's under. He's under. Kyle Lowry's very very good. Yeah, and and what's his name played? I mean, Van Vliet played unbelievable. And Siaka played over his head too. Yeah, they played well, but they, they reminded me more of like a 20, 2004 Pistons plus Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi yeah. was Kawhi was outstanding, but what LeBron's doing right now is is ludicrous. I mean, LeBron is 17 years in the NBA and went for 38, 16, and 10 last night and just hammered them in, in crunch time. I mean, he's incredible. Yeah, LeBron, is, is, he really is. All right, the next one, the Olympics or the Houston Rockets? Oh, I like the Olympics. I'm a, I'm a pretty big Olympics fan. Troy? Houston, I'm going to go with the Houston Rockets. All right. Gonna, yeah. Troy, do you, what do you like better between the summer and the winter Olympics? Um, I, well, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a huge Olympics dude at all. Um, I guess I would, I guess I would go summer. Don't let my family hear that because they, <laughs> they own ski shops. I love it. But like, <laughs> I mean, I, the skiing is cool to me, some of that stuff, and I, I definitely love catching um, just uh, what's the what's what's the the upside-down luge or the, when they're going head Oh, yeah. Skeleton? Yeah, skeleton or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's bananas. But, yeah, that uh, is nuts. Yeah, the skiing, I like the skiing, but, yeah, like the thing, the skating, and the, I, I don't, I really don't do that. So I'd, I'd go, I would go summer because the soccer I kind of – the soccer will interest me a little, and I still like watching the basketball. So I'll go somewhere. All right, your first section is done there. How about uh, right. C- Carl Lewis versus Megan Rapino? Uh, for me, it's Carl Lewis. He, he, he... Go ahead. Go no, go ahead. Go. I was just gonna say Car- Carl Lewis was so iconic. I mean, I was seven when he uh, when he had the huge LA Olympics, and then he was, you know, eighty eight was big too. I was eleven years old, and I mean, he he was larger than life. He, he's still like when I think Olympian, I think I, I maybe think Carl Lewis even before like Phelps or Usain Bolt. Still, all right, Troy boy. Yeah, I was. I'm gonna go Carl Lewis too, just for that exact reason. Like, if you were to tell me the name, like the most famous American Olympians, Carl Lewis is on my short list. He's probably. Top five, yeah, I'd say top five. 
I mean, because of my age, like Michael Johnson is probably still there. But <laughs> yeah, Jackie, um, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, Florence, uh, you know, Flojo, Flojo. All right. Uh, uh, is Jerry Jones or the Baltimore Ravens? Ravens. Right. Uh, I hate them both. I hate them both. Um, I'll go Jerry. Jo- I'll go Jerry Jones. All right. I really don't like that. Jerry race. Jones per- personally attacked my father in, uh, in in the press multiple <laughs> occasions. He, he was a swear word at my house for many years. So no way. Yeah. No I hate you almost couldn't pick a team that I dislike more than the <laughs> like the Yankees. A team outside of New York, I don't think I dislike more than the Ravens. I don't like Harbaugh. I don't like them. I like nothing about. But yeah. So I got Jerry Jones just begrudgingly Jerry Jones. Alex Ovechkin or Auburn? I'm going to say Ovechkin. All right. Yep. Ovechkin, Ovechkin. And Seve Ballesteros or Vin Scully? Whoa. That one is unintentionally brutally tough, man. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you're taking like a guy I love one watching old Seve golf highlights like he was asymmetric like people like like he there, there just aren't many Seve Ballesteros anything ever close to it like he played just with like a panache to his game that was phenomenal and then Vin Scully like I, I mean I I mean I'm still gonna take Vin Scully all right yeah Vin Scully I think I fell in love with baseball with you know when we didn't have cable with the Vin with the Vince weekend game calls and stuff, so, I, mean, I remember him calling the, the you know the the national games you know when I was young. So I got Yeah, I mean it was just yeah he just had the game of the week and he did it all by himself too, right? On radio and TV yeah. simultaneous alone. All right, uh, that was with that that yeah that was Dodgers. Game. I think he called him with Costas. I think I think it was Vince calling him Costas. Oh, for the national like, for the national broadcast. Yeah, yeah. nationally would. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's the left side of the bracket. Right side of the bracket. Pistol Pete Maravich or Nolan Ryan? Pistol Pete. All right. I'm gonna take uh, Nolan Ryan. All right. John McEnroe or Dan Patrick. I'll go McEnroe. All right. I'll go I'll go McEnroe. All right. Drew Brees or Allen Iverson? It's funny. I, I've disliked almost everybody. On this <laughs> I'm going to take Allen Iverson. And the reason I'm taking Iverson, I actually think Iverson a little bit overrated. But the incredible thing about Allen Iverson, and I, I apologize if I brought this up on the podcast before, but Allen Iverson is no taller than 5'10" and is able to score granted he's not a good team player he's a terrible ball hog i don't think he really helps you win that much but he is unbelievable for his size to be able to score the way he can there just there's just nobody else like that and that is incredibly impressive yeah i was living i was living in philly the the the, the two plus years that Irison was at his peak he was watching him day in, day out. Iverson was incredible. You going with him? Yes. All right. Patrick Rua or Diana Tarazi? It's 
Sorry, Patrick. I'll I'll say it again as I think we all broke up there. Patrick Rua or Diana Tarazi? I'm gonna take Tarazi. I'm gonna go Diana Tarazi. All right. Tarasi, Tarasi. Yeah, you guys have the same, that quarter of the bracket is the same. All right, final final quadrant of the bracket. The Minnesota Twins or UCLA? I tried to keep Twins. them down the middle. I tried, I tried like, without a without a known preference. So, Troy, you got the Minnesota Twinkies? Twinkies? Gave no. us Ortiz. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take UCLA, even though, like, we're we're at about year forty of UCLA disappointing and, and <laughs> all uh, football and basketball, but obviously like the, the run that they had in the seventies was uh, amazing. This random matchup is the I could not. This is the one I could not care less about or be less informed about. Dale Earnhardt or Manchester City? Man City. Man City. Uh, give me the eliminator. Give me Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> all right. The, the number three. <laughs> I watched an entire show on Man City, so I gotta go with that. <laughs> yeah. Evander Holyfield or Albert Pujols? Holyfield, I love that. Thing. Yeah, because he's the real deal, and I I, I believe that Pujols. Uh, I, if you had to ta- if you had to say which two either current or future Hall of Famers uh, are most likely to have done PEDs, it's going to be Pujols <laughs> and Ricky Anderson. So. Uh, I think Pujols probably lied about his age and about his performance-enhancing drugs, so give me the other guy, whoever it was. Last one, gentlemen. Tony Dorsett or Pele? Pele. Pele. Tony Dorsett. Dorsett. All right. Second-round matchups. Troy, Red Wings or George Foreman? Foreman. Foreman. Rush. Red Wings or Martina Navratilova? Red Wings. Red Wings. Troy, Dirk or the Rockets? Dirk. Dirk. Rush, Dirk or the Olympics? The Olympics. All right. All right. You guys will not have the same in the final four there. Olympics. Troy, Carl Lewis or Jerry Jones? Carl Lewis. Rush, Carl Lewis or the Ravens? Carl Lewis. Troy, uh, Ovechkin or Vince Scully? Uh, Vince Scully. Scully. Rush, Ovechkin, Ovechkin or Vince Scully? Vince Scully. All right. Other side of the bracket. Troy, Maravich or McEnroe? Maravich. Rush, Nolan Ryan or McEnroe? Nolan Ryan. All right. Troy, Iverson or Tarasi? Iverson. You got it. Rush, Iverson or Tarasi? I got Tarasi. I think she's she's better at her sport than Iverson was at his. All right, Troy. Twins or Man City? Man City. You got it. Rush, UCLA or Earnhardt? Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> Earnhardt. <laughs> Troy, Holyfield or Tony Dorsett? Holyfield. Holyfield. Rush, Holyfield or Pele? Pele. Oh, you guys are going to have much different brackets. All right. To go to the final four, Rush, Red Wings or the Olympics? Detroit Red Wings. Woo! Troy, to go to the final four, Foreman or Dirk? Dirk. Dirk. 
Rush, Carl Lewis or Vince Scully? I want Carl Lewis. Troy, Carl Lewis or Vince Scully? Vince Scully. Oh, yeah, you guys are not going to have anything to say. Um, uh, Rush, Nolan Ryan or Diana Taurasi? Nolan Ryan. The Express, Troy, Pistol Pete or AI? AI. All right. Rush. I, uh, Earnhardt or Pele to go to the final four? You know, I got the uh, trivial penis edition we would play as a kid. And anytime there was a question about soccer, you would just answer Pele. <laughs> right. It was basically always right. I think he was right about 15 <laughs> times in that thing. And, uh, you know, so I'm sticking with Pele. All right. Pele, he's always the right answer. All right. Troy, Man City or Holyfield to go to the final four? Evander Holyfield. All right. Do you guys already know who your overall winners are going to be, or is it still? All right. Troy, to go to the finals. It ain't going to be Nolan Ryan, I can tell you that, <laughs> but I don't know other than that. And I have you guys matched. These are matched across the top. However, for whatever reason I did this, they're matched across the top as opposed to left side, right side. So, Troy, to go to the finals, two fellows from the NBA, Dirk Nowitzki and Allen Iverson. Who's going to the finals? Dirk. Dirk. Rush. To go to the finals, it's the Red Wings or the Nolan Ryan, the Ryan Express? Uh, we're going to go with the Detroit Red Wings, uh, my all-time favorite um, video game team. Right. I always, almost <laughs> always played as Iserman's <laughs> Red Wings in any Sega hockey. Stevie Y. All right. Rush to complete your final matchup, Carl Lewis and Pele. Uh, brutal. Uh, brutal. I'm going to say, oh, uh, boy. I'm going to say Pele. Pele. All right, Troy, to complete your finals matchup, Vin Scully, the, oh, the, for, for the third time, Vin Scully versus Evander Hol- Scully Holyfield 3. Who wins this time? I'm <laughs> going. <laughs> Uh, Vander Holyfield. Holyfield. All right. You're in six. He TKOs. He TKOs Scully. Troy, you're overall champion in the semi-random sports, pan-sports bracket. Dirk Nowitzki versus Evander Holyfield. Who emerges as your champion? The only, the only man that was never scared of Mike Tyson. Going, Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dirk. 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 He did not worry about Mike Tyson. Give me Holyfield. Holyfield. Oh, I, I think Troy. Went, I think this wins because it sounds the most like Holy Oak, our hometown <laughs> of Andrew Holyfield. Uh, and Rush, do the Detroit Red Wings prevail over the individual Pele, or does Pele? Nope. They oh. do not. The finals, the finals in my mind was that very tough Carl Lewis Pele, uh, and uh, ultimately Pele, uh, you know, I Ed, think is still probably the greatest soccer player. Edmund Orantes does something to somebody, Pele, and it's yeah. and Pele is still always the right answer. Yeah, he's still <laughs> always the right answer. That's right. If we did this bracket sixteen times, Pele would win every damn time. <laughs> every time, I can't, I can't go against Pele. Troy, thank you. Hey, thank you guys. It was great. It was a fun time. It was great. I love uh, love get you All know right. I love chatting with you and love seeing you too. Stick through these credits. Uh, uh, Nate DeFort did our production. We want to thank him. Julie Nichols did our 
uh, music, Emily, uh, Emily did our artwork. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, it's here's the situation podcast at gmail.com. So on behalf of Rush and I, take care. Troy, why don't you say goodbye to everybody? Thank you all for having me. It was a good time. Hope I'm back.